0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 348, for the week of September twenty fifth, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell. I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson and Mary Jo malata Willie. And in this segment, Mary Jo takes a day six sightseeing trip through Los Angeles, Hollywood, Burbank, uh, Huntington Beach, uh, Irvine. Um,
1: so many places.
0: Santa Clarita and all points in between.
1: All in one day. One am I day. am
0: I close? Am I close? Um No. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> you're half part partly, but not the
0: whole. Halfway, right. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: we're going to be going to uh, various areas in Los Angeles and Hollywood. And okay, cool. Just to remind everybody See, I was what close. you were partly right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're getting a mixed up. I think that's what's yeah, happening.
2: He was, he was Tom right. Take <laughs> <So he's laughs> left
1: and the fork in <laughs> that's the That's a new adjective. <laughs> Tom Wright. <laughs> Tom right. <laughs> anyway, so just to remind everybody what why we call these our day six adventures, um, Disneyland Resort only sells five-day park hoppers to people who live in everywhere, everyone but the Australians, I believe, <laughs> our, our friends from down under. And so because of that, what we've done is we've come up with this, these segments that give ideas on what people visiting the Southern California can do in addition to the Disneyland Resort during their week-long vacation. And so forth. So, today our day six adventure will take us from the Disneyland Resort to Los Angeles and Hollywood for a day out on the L.A. roads, which is just what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes, and my neck in the woods, right? And it's um, this particular tour this day is one that I have done with several times with various friends and family who come in from out of town. And there are so many different things to do and see here in Los Angeles. So on this day six tour. You'll get a route that'll take you through downtown LA to the Griffith Park Observatory. Then now it's gonna sound like what Tom said. Then off uh, to the uh San Fernando Valley, <laughs> onto Hollywood, Santa Monica Pier, and finally the LA Grove and Los Angeles Farmers Market before finishing your day and returning to the Disneyland resort to collapse on your bed. So this is rather a long So you day. should I Go ahead, Nat. It- it, it
2: is a long day. It's a very ambitious day, but you should clarify that San Fernando Valley thing is being, oh. you know, only waltz portion of the San Fernando Valley. Otherwise, you get into the not quite so family friendly tour.
1: Yeah, we're just, we're just going to dip our toes in the San Fernando Valley. We're not going to go deep in San Fernando Valley. So, probably um, a good thing. It's probably <laughs> a good thing. Um, <laughs> So it is rather a long day, but since most of these places don't open until 10 a.m., at least, um, you don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn, which is nice. It makes for a nice little sleep in until eight or so. Um, I re- recommend that you do leave the resort a little after nine a.m. Make sure you've had breakfast before, before going. Make sure you go potty before well, going. Well, that too. And, and I always like to take bottled water in the car, you know, so. Um, so first on the agenda is a drive to the Griffith Park Observatory, and you get there by taking the 5 Freeway, which we call the Santa Ana Freeway. You take it north, and you go through downtown Los Angeles via the 101 Freeway or the Hollywood Freeway. Um, for a future trip and exploring Los Angeles, downtown is an interesting stop because you can see the LA Union train station, which is a beautiful train station, and it's the yeah, largest... It right? You, you have experience going there, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> every couple months, yes. Um, it is it is the largest passenger station in the western U.S. It opened in 1939, 1939. And as Tom can attest to, the architecture inside is beautiful and it is well worth a visit. Across yep. the street from Union Station is Alvera Street, which is the birthplace of Los Angeles. And when I have visitors to our city, I often do take them here. Alvera Street is a small street lined with restaurants and shops. And some of the original buildings are still standing. And you can tour through them for a very normal free fee, or some of them are free, including the Avila Adobe, which was built in 1818. The original name mm-hmm. of Los Angeles is on a big wooden cross at the end of the street, and it's inscribed, El Pueblo de Nuestra Señora Reina de Los Angeles de Porciancula. Which, um, she says that okay. so <laughs> um, <laughs> That was the name of the L.A. River at the time, Porciancula. And so it means the town of Our Lady, Queen of the Angels of Porciancula, which is the river. And um, the name was a mouthful, so they eventually shortened it to Los Angeles. Or, And that's why they say Queen of the Angels also for our city. Um, near Alvera Street is Philippe's, which is the home of the French dip. And I do believe that it was originated there. Also, Chinatown is in the area even though I haven't actually visited there for quite a few years. Um, If you do park in this area, it's about $6 for parking, and you can walk around. So depending on what you're going to do for the day, you may want to just drive through and see the site or stay on the 101. But if you continue through downtown, you'll also see City Hall, which for years was the tallest building in Los Angeles. It's now dwarfed by many other skyscrapers over there. You'll also pass by the Los Angeles Cathedral and the Disney Concert Hall, which is on 111 South Grand Avenue in case you want to drive by. It was designed by Frank Gehry. Frank Gehry. Thank you, Frank Gehry, which uh, he also designed the famous Guggenheim Museum in, in uh, Bilbao, Spain. The
2: hall was And a- the uh, Swan and Dolphin in Walt Disney
1: World. Thanks, Nancy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, the hall was donated... Originally by Lillian Giz- Gizney. Lillian Disney as a gift to Los Angeles um, and as a tribute to Walt Disney's devotion to the arts and, and the city, though so it ended up costing so much additional money that um, fundraising was needed to finally build it. And an interesting note about the concert hall, some of the walls were finished to look like polished mirrors, which was beautiful because it gleamed during the day. However, this proved to be too much for the neighbors. As the loss became overheated, their air conditioning bills skyrocketed, and even the areas of the sidewalk would reach up to 140 degrees, so it got to be too much, too many complaints, and they had to redo the exterior so that these walls match the rest of the building, which has a stain, like a matted stainless steel finish. You can still see some of the mirrored panels when you drive by, as these areas don't reflect the sun, so they're safe, so... uh. It's just not many people probably know this, but those of us who live in the area that that made news. But it is a be- beautiful building with excellent acoustics, and I've only been there during Christmas for a sing along um, with Julie Andrews, which they're going to be doing again in uh, twenty fourteen. If anybody wants to go to it,
2: so oh, oh go ahead. Can I interrupt? Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Michael I Graves. Got my- Michael Graves did the Swan and Dolphin. <laughs> However, Frank Geary did sit on the Disney board.
1: Okay, so he for a while. he does have a and that's probably why he designed He has a he has a yeah, he
2: has a Disney a Disney tie and he sat on the I believe sat on the Disney board
1: of directors for quite a while. Besides having the Disney tie of designing the Disney Concert Hall? Yes. Okay. Um so back to the 101 freeway, so we're That was just some side notes for those of you who would like to visit downtown L.A. There's a lot of interesting things there besides uh, what I just said and the Gold Martin Garment District. So we go back to the 101 Freeway, and as you drive north, you're going to reach the Vermont exit. And this is where you'll be getting off to go to the Griffith Park Observatory. You get turned right, and you go towards the hills in Griffith Park. This is going through the East Hollywood uh City, you'll notice that when you come to California, yep. all of our cities run into each other. So you'll now be in East Hollywood, and you you'll wave at me on the right hand side
2: as you pass um, close to Sunset in Vermont at the hospital I work at.
1: Oh, I didn't know you worked right there. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> yeah, I do. So that is your neck of the woods. Yes, that is totally my neck of the woods. So you, Monday through Friday. <laughs> so you cross Los Feliz Boulevard. And if that name sounds familiar, it should be. If you've already visited California Adventure, you'll see the name, um, and Buena Vista Street all over the place. So you continue up the street and you'll be in the residential area of Griffith Park. You're going to drive through a winding road lined with beautiful older homes. And in fact, Walt Disney's, one of his uh, earlier homes is in this neighborhood. Uh, you'll, his original one. Um, yeah, his original home, which has a storybook, um, look to it. You'll also pass the Greek Theater, which was built in 1929 and is still used for open-air concerts. It's a um, pretty popular venue here in Southern California, or at least in the Los Angeles area. As you continue, you'll reach the Griffith Park Observatory, which opened in 1935. Um, it was down for renovation from 2002 to 2006 to make it seismic. Um, and they also enlarged the exhibits, the areas for the exhibits downstairs. And you were going to say something, Nancy?
2: Um, I was actually not gonna necessarily say something, but I was thinking actually in my brain <laughs> that if you have a really hard, if you have a hard time with, uh, curvy roads, you should make sure you take a little bit of drama meme before doing this, doing this drive. Because the windy paths driving through Griffith Park, because I drive through Griffith Park every day on my way to work, there are certain routes through Griffith Park that are very, very windy and can make you very, very nauseous.
1: Okay, it's just a good for those.
2: In fact, I heartily recommend Dramamine driving in Los Angeles if
1: you get carsick. I would say if you easily get carsick because it's most of our streets are on a grid. But that's a that's a good one. Thank you.
2: Uh, well, the, all the stop and go traffic is can can do that to you because that's how I get sick in traffic.
1: Okay, thank you. The stop and go. Good to know. Yep. Yeah. So at the observatory, parking is free. However, if you get there later in the day, the parking lot is usually full, leaving you to park alongside the road and walk up the hill. That's why I like to go there earlier um, so that uh, you can have a better opportunity to park in the parking lot. So I like to get there around 10 a.m. or mm-hmm. just before. Uh, when you do get there, you will notice that there's a beautiful panoramic view of Los Angeles spread below you and a pretty good view of the Hollywood sign up on top provided you have a clear day in Los Angeles. have to caveat that. Um, and you do have plenty of choices uh, once you get up to this area. You can just walk the grounds and enjoy the views of downtown Los Angeles and in the distance, Hollywood, Santa Monica, the Pacific Ocean. You can visit the observatory itself, which is free, or walk up to an overlook that gives you a closer view of the Hollywood sign. If you're into walking or like a very mild hike, It'll take about a half hour to get up there, and this is the same overlook that Nancy and I went to when we went on our three-hour horseback ride to the Hollywood sign. Um, it's a very popular walk, especially on the weekends, so I would recommend doing this earlier in the day when it's cooler, if you do that. However, I do recommend a quick trip into the observatory to see the Foucault Pendulum that swings with the rotation yep. of the earth, as well as some of the other exhibits, um, There's also a pretty cool planetarium show that would be interesting to see, but you might want to wait to go back on another visit. If this is going to be your check out all the different sites or many different sites in Los Angeles, you might just want to just pop inside or just see the grounds. Um, I would recommend leaving the observatory no later than 1130 or so so that you can get out and see other things. And after the, leaving the observatory, if you're ready for a light lunch, I recommend stopping at Tamashanter Restaurant in Atwater. Um, if Atwater sounds familiar, it's another popular, familiar name on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure. Um, this is one of Los Angeles' oldest restaurants, built in 1922, and it's reminiscent of a Scottish pub. The address is 2980 Los Feliz Boulevard. And you get there by going back down the hill from the observatory and turning left on Los Feliz. For Disney fans, this is a nice place to stop because it was a favorite place for Walt Disney to get a bite to eat um, during the week when he was working. It was just down the street from the Hyperion the- Studios. And his favorite table has a little plaque on it and you can eat at that table. I went there with a couple of Diz friends, Jen and Carol, and though we didn't eat at his table, we did take our picture there. So there was a Good thing that there were no diners. It would have been a little crowded, you know, if we went in there. Um, have either of you eaten at Tamashaner? No. Yes, mm. very much so. They have excellent French onion soup. I know their sandwiches are delicious, and I know that they have uh, some other salads. So. And some,
2: they have an excellent um, fish that they make at dinner time uh, on the dinner menu. Just lots and lots of good food there. I've never had
1: anything bad. So that's good to know. Um, next on the agenda is a drive down Hollywood to the Hollywood and Highland Complex, and there's a couple of ways you can do this. You can drive back on uh, Los Feliz, turn left on Vermont, just retracing our steps, and you can either go down Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, or hop back on the 101 freeway and take the Highland exit. If you've um, spent more time at the observatory and you want to cut down on driving, that's what I would recommend. But if you drive down Sunset Boulevard, you're gonna see some interesting things there. You're gonna see the Cinerama Dome, which is located at sixty three sixty Sunset Boulevard, which has a huge white screen, which is really big be- it was really big back in the days before IMAX theaters came out, and it's still a popular theater. Um have you seen any movies there, Nancy? Yes, the Cinerama Dome
2: is um is pretty amazing. And one of the cool things about seeing a movie at the Dome is the fact that... Um, and this is the Arclight Theater that has the Cinerama Dome. Um, the Arclight has reserved seating. So it's one of those theaters where you can actually... When you go online to book your ticket, you can actually book a specific seat in the Dome. And it's just a,
1: it's just a really cool theater to, to go to. It,
2: it's awesome. Yeah. the The dome, and you have to ask or double check to see which movie is in the dome versus in any of the other theaters that are part of the dome complex. Right. Also, right there is the largest um, Apollo Records, which is the largest record store in the city, and it's one of the largest depend- independent
1: record stores in the country too. It, and it's right there in Sunset Boulevard. And yep, right next to the Apollo, or right next to the ArcLight. And for those of you who have been to the Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney Studios, um, there's uh, another landmark that you might recognize, and it's just past Cinerama Dome on 6671 Sincet Boulevard. And this is Crossroads of the World. And Crossroads mm-hmm. of the World has been touted as America's first outdoor shopping mall. Building is designed to resemble an ocean liner surrounded by a small village of cottage-style bungalows. Uh, which was very popular in the 1930s. It's no longer a mall, but the bungalows are still there, and they serve as offices now for actors and artists, etc. As you continue down Sunset Boulevard, the next street you come to is Highland, and right there in the corner is Hollywood High, which was originally built in 1903, and then they expanded it, of course. And there have been so many famous people who went to school there, including Meredith Baxter, Valerie Bertinelli, Carol Burnett... Uh, the Carradine Brothers, Lon Chaney, which is tells you how old, yep. Linda Evans, Danette Fabre, Mike Farrell, Judy Garland, Ricky and David Nelson, Sarah Jessica Parker, John Ritter, Rita Wilson, etc. Also a bunch of other people that you would recognize. So here... Yep,
2: they actually have portraits painted on the side of the building I have of to, some of their
1: more famous students. I have to look at that because I've driven past her a few times and never noticed. It's on the
2: Highland side. Okay. Good to know, and also you can find In and Out Burger on the opposite court on the school's opposite corner.
1: So it's right there too. Just saying. Well, here at you're on Sunset, and you're going to turn right on Highland, and the next big block the the lights. You're going to come to Hollywood in Highland, which is where the complex is that we're going to go to. Um, but before I get to that, I just want to say, if you had decided to take the 101 Freeway and cut out all the driving through um, Hollywood, Sunset Boulevard through Hollywood, on the 101 Freeway, when you get to Gower, you'll see a building on the right that looks a little familiar. And this is the Hollywood Tower that the popular Hollywood Tower Hotel attractions are based on. As soon as you see it, you'll recognize it. And no, you will not see a burned out facade where it was struck by lightning. <laughs> yep
2: you will however see that uh you you will have
1: her um oh you
0: see steve gutenberg sitting outside (laughs)
1: yeah thank you flashing as you can see but it's really cool because the lettering autograph
0: copies of autograph vhs copies of the tower of terror movie
2: hey man i actually saw that for sale at target the other day (laughs) of course
0: in the halloween section in the the five
2: dollar halloween section (laughs) that's awesome but uh, the, it w- it was a funny movie. I
1: mean, it was a I enjoyed mildly it. Mildly entertaining movie. Yeah, I liked I it. I enjoyed it. But uh it was kitchy. And especially for for Disney fans, you know, it's a it's a cool movie to watch.
2: Yeah, most people don't even realize that that was ever actually made into a movie no.
1: after the attraction. It's kind of funny.
2: Well, and yeah. a cool thing about that You will not find stories there though about, you know, that's not one of the ha- the famed haunted Hotels from Hollywood. Right. Not like, you know,
1: the ones up sunset or, or Roosevelt hotel where, where blue, she died or. Yeah. Well, um, the Hollywood towers, Chateau Marmont does have, uh, uh, the lettering just like the attraction. So that'll be cool. And on the left hand yeah. side, you're going to notice a famous Capitol records that resembles a large stack of records. Um, And the funny thing, that building has been destroyed so many times on by by Hollywood filmmakers. (laughs) Independence Day, yeah. Right. So it it is still standing there. If you're on the 101 freeway, you get off on the Highland exit. You get off and you turn right. You go under the freeway and you'll be on a road that takes you right to Highland. Directly in front of you is the Hollywood Bowl. And if you want to, you can stop there and take a look around. I've actually done that with um, our friends Linda and John. We got out and we kind of roamed, roamed the grounds. We went actually into where the audience sits for the Hollywood Bowl. And I had never been there before, so that was really cool. And one of these days, I will see a concert there.
2: It's really fun, especially when they do something like a, a Disney concert night. or Oh my gosh, the uh, Sound of Music the sing-along sound. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I will go there. But I mean, Barbara Streisand performs there and so many famous other other famous people and sometimes the Philharmonic. So it's, it's a cool place to check out.
2: Um, well, it's, the, some, it's the summer. It's the summer The summer pops home
1: of the LA Philharmonic, right? Um, and if you decide so. not to see the Hollywood Bowl, just go ahead and turn left uh, on Hollywood. Uh, excuse me, on Highland. You stay mm-hmm. towards your right, and there will be a Lowe's Hotel. And you enter the Hollywood and Highland parking structure here. And please note that the parking. Yeah, the parking is ten dollars, <laughs> and it's I think uh, five stories down. Pretty deep, but you do have escalators and the elevators to come up. There,
2: there is some validation, but be forewarned because I just parked there today. Um, it the validation really doesn't get you very far.
1: It's a couple of bucks. Um, there's,
2: there's validate um, the El validates, Garondoli validates. Uh, all of the restaurants and some of the shopping places in Hollywood and Highland validates, Sweet validates, but it's only like for two hour, not even two hours. It's like a two a two dollars off or something like yeah. that. I ended up, we got there around two thirty, quarter to three. We left around seven. It still cost me thirteen bucks.
1: Yeah, it's
2: and wait, I thirteen? I thought it was I thought it was
1: ten dollars max.
2: No, it's not.
1: Okay, so they changed it.
2: Okay. Yes, it's, uh... Be prepared to pay. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. And just, you know, my husband actually looked at me and said he didn't realize all of his paycheck was going to go for me hanging out, watching celebrities walk red carpets.
1: Nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got a good joke out of that. Yeah. Um... Okay, well, so be prepared to pay for the parking, and the Hollywood and Highland Complex is home to the Dolby Theater, which was formerly the Kodak Theater, where they currently hold the Academy Awards. Um, things to see here are the stores at the complex, the TCL Theater next door, which we know is the Grauman's Chinese Theater, and across the street is Disney's El Capitan Theater, and also the Jimmy Kimmel Studios. Um. Even though the parking is more expensive, you're really not going to be paying that much money because you're not going to spend too much time over here unless you're going to yeah. change, un- unless you tailor your day to hang out at the, at the Hollywood and Highland complex. um. The complex is a huge three-story courtyard in the middle with an archway and two pillars with elephant sculptures on top. And if you've been to Disney's California Adventure again, you'll recognize those elephants immediately as they mark the entrance to the Hollywood backlot from the Buena Vista Street. Uh, I like to go to the street level and then go out to Hollywood Boulevard and enter the courtyard complex via the stairs there because there's a big tiled red carpet. It's it's tiled, but it looks like a red carpet that goes up the stairs. And as you go up the stairs, there's a bunch of quotes from different actors telling how they came out to Hollywood. And so it tells a little snippets of their story. And at the very end, like on the third story up, you'll see a cement director's couch, which kind of explains how some of those stars got their <laughs> uh, claim to fame. Uh, no quote is really needed for that. And the view from this end, facing north, is a pretty cool as you get another uh, look at the Hollywood sign from Hollywood. Across the street is a church with a red ribbon, and the interior of this church were um, scenes for Sister Act. Um, They were filmed right there. And as a side note, the street that you are seeing is called Franklin, and this is where you would go to... Go to the famous Magic Castle restaurant, which is a members-only restaurant. And above the Magic Castle is the famous Yamashiro restaurant, which is the first place I ever ate sushi. Both the Magic Castle and Yamashiro are renovated mansions. You don't need a re- membership to eat at Yamashiro. And if you sit in the dining room there, you have a wonderful view of Los Angeles from above. If... Um, I know Nancy's eaten there. I don't know if you've eaten there, Tom, but... And they have gorgeous Japanese gardens, too. Oh, yeah. It's it's really, really beautiful. Uh, scenes from Memoirs of a Geisha were filmed at this location. In the Hollywood Complex, going back there, uh, there's a lot of shops and restaurants, and if you make your way to Hollywood Boulevard again, you can't help but see all of the street performers and characters dressed up. For a price, you can take your pictures with Those them. Those are scary. Uh, we were there with the Zanolas and some of the characters took a couple of dollars to get the picture and some characters demanded $10 to take a picture with them. <laughs> and
2: when I just avoid all of them because they're generally scary.
1: Well, they're, they, they are a little bit creepy, but, uh, there were some stormtroopers that looked really cool and they wanted $10. And when we said there was, we didn't have $10, we only had $2, they pointed to the ATM's machine down the way. So they they were serious. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So like I said, they there's been laws back and forth. Should they be there? Should they not be here? They, hara- they will harass us, or, or, you know, tourists that don't pay them or, you know, that don't understand that they need to be paid. Um, I just, in general, would nod and smile politely and walk by.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people do that. Um, there's also street performers out there and, and they're fun to watch sometimes also. As you continue, you turn right and uh, you'll get to the Raman's Chinese Theater or TCL Theater, and you'll see the very famous courtyard with the hand and footprints of various stars. And you can spend some time here checking out the, the different footprints. We, we spend at least a half hour there usually, uh, looking at all of them, cause it's so interesting to see the old stars and even some of the newer stars that are there.
0: H- have are they you, still doing that? Do they still do that?
1: There's, um, I would say yes, because there's still some cement panels that are blank in that okay. courtyard. And, uh, the, the stars from Harry Potter, they're in there. You've got with their wand, So you've I got. I think that was. I think those were some of the very last ones
2: that they did. I don't recall them doing it recently for anything. More more often you get people being added to the Walk of Fame right. and you can actually go on Hollywood's the City of Hollywood's um website and they have a schedule of when they're gonna put people on the Walk of Fame. So you can actually check that to see when um when different people would be you know, being inducted.
1: Yeah, I think they'd. If anybody, or if anybody's being inducted during your trip. They, I believe they would have to be the Harry Potter, uh, level of fame before they would add anybody else to the courtyard. Cause there are just a few. <laughs> so, but, but they were yeah. cool. I mean, you, you have Shirley Temple there, you have, uh, and some of them are pretty cool also because they have, for instance, Roy Rogers, uh, pistol, I believe, and Trigger's foot, uh, hoof prints mm-hmm. in there and, yep. uh, Groucho Marx's cigar is there. So that's, it's just a fun place to go check out. And then if you go across the street, you'll see the El Capitan theaters, I said, the Ghirardelli ice cream parlor and the Jimmy Kimmel studios. They're all right there to go check out. And the architecture for the El Capitan is just absolutely gorgeous. And you can yep. peek in the lobby to see what it looks like and how ornate it was. Back when they did these back in the 1940s. So if uh, once you once you visit these areas, if you decide that you really want to spend more time in Hollywood now that you're there, you can uh, take one of the Hollywood tours that Starline does. Starline has a f- couple of kiosks, one right there in the courtyard at Groman's Chinese Theater, and a couple that are there on the street. And they'll either take you to go see the stars, or they have one that I did that I really enjoyed, which was an open shuttle, or a tram, rather, that took us around mm-hmm. Hollywood. And I think that was about an hour long. And we uh, went to the Director's Guild. We went past the Jimmy uh, Jim Henson Studios, as well as some other studios and other places that I thought were interesting. Other places near the complex are the Wax Museum, Ripley's Believe It or Not. And there's a cafe there. That Michael had told us about. Which one is it, Tom? That's real popular. What's our say again? The cafe that they that's right there on the side of the Hollywood and Highland complex. No idea. Yeah, we were talking about it cafe. with Michael.
0: Oh, uh, something about Snow White. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. The, it's a Snow. Yes, the, the Snow White yeah, except cafe. Except
0: that show, That show goes up next week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> so
2: there we go. That's a nice little for uh, plug week. for next <laughs> week. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cute, but it's uh, literally across Thailand and in the next block, nearer towards the Hollywood Wax Museum, as opposed to and across the street from. Um, so things across the street would be like the Guinness Book of World Records Museum, the uh, the.
1: Yeah, all that stuff. Okay. So. the Oh, Ripley's, believe it or not, yeah. which is on the corner. Ripley's, believe it or not, which is on the corners across the street from Hollywood Wax Museum. But the cafe mm-hmm. is pretty cool because it's been, uh, the walls have been decorated by the artist for Snow White. So you might want to go there and check that cafe out. So depending on wh- how you're breaking up your day, you may want to spend some time in this Hollywood area or... Just see the basic, um, the courtyard, some of the stars, etc., and then get back on the road. I recommend going via Hollywood Boulevard, going west, which means you would turn right once you come out of the complex. You'll see an Art Deco steel gazebo right there on the corner of Hollywood and Brea. And the gazebo is called the Four Ladies of Hollywood. This marks the beginning mm-hmm. of the Walk of Fame that lasts about three miles. At the top of the gazebo is an obelisk with Hollywood written on the sides, and it has Marilyn Monroe at the top. It's a weather vane. The four ladies are Dorothy Dandridge, Anna Mae Wong, Dolores Del Rio, and Mae West, who represent the actresses of different ethnic backgrounds. You um, turn left on Brea, and then you turn right on Sunset Boulevard to continue our drive. And just a note, if you continue down Brea... On the right-hand side, you'll see the very famous pink hot dog stand. And you can't miss it because it's pink, for one thing, and there's always a line there that goes around the building or down the block. But that's for a future reference. Here, we're going to continue down Sunset. And at the corner of Fairfax and Sunset, there's a couple of things. If you look to the right up on the hill, you see this huge white house that's uh, circular. And that was built by Merv Griffin. And other stars have lived there. It's very prominent up there. It's sold in 2012 for about $7 million. So it's a, a huge estate. To the left, you're going to see an interesting bronze building. This is the Directors Guild of America. And if you notice, it's in the shape of a camera lens. So that's a cool hmm. building.
0: Remember Griffin's a circular?
1: Yeah. His is. So it a, must be
0: the shape of Wheel of Fortune? Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. that's a really good idea. I mean, since he did, uh, <laughs> boy, boy, do you know your trivia, Mr. Bell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know lots of useless things.
1: <laughs> but um, that's a really good point of view. Or, yeah, point of view. So um, so there you have three choices now here on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and Fairfax. You can either turn left on Fairfax to visit the La Brea Tar Pits. Option two, continue down Sunset Boulevard and see the Beverly Hills Hotel and Rodeo Drive. Or option three, continue all the way down to the ocean until you... Um, splash Until you splash, right, till you get to PCH So we're going to go with option two So we're headed down Sunset Boulevard Things that you'll notice On this drive is on the right Just past Laurel Canyon You'll see one of our famous comedy venues Called the Laugh Factory Continuing down You'll see the famous Chateau Marmont That Nancy mentioned And this is uh, where, unfortunately, John Belushi Did um, have over to Overdosed. Marilyn Monroe actually overdosed there too, and other actors have gone to that. So it's a very famous um, hotel. So yeah. you'll see that as you drive past, and then as you con- and you will
2: still see people there if you stay there. Um, it's still one of the very popular bungalow hotels for young Hollywood.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, famous people stay there. As you continue down Sunset Boulevard, you're also going to see the Comedy Store, which is a place I used to go to all the time. A lot of famous acts are there, and that's typically around five actors, five, act- five actors, five comedians will perform each night, at least on the weekends. Um, and you
2: never know who's going to just walk up and just do an, a, a little act in between, too.
1: Yeah, that's not on the docket. It's it's actually a lot of fun. On the left-hand side, across the street from Comedy Store, you're going to see House of Blues. It's the original one uh, with a view of Los Angeles down below. Continue a bit along Sunset Boulevard and just past Larrabee Street. On the left, you're going to see the Viper Room, which was owned by Johnny Depp before. And just past that, off um, on the corner of Clark and Sunset, is Whiskey A Go-Go. And a lot of uh, musicians still perform there. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne will go and perform there and a lot of other people. So if that's what you like, um, these are the places that you see. And as you pass this area, you're going to notice that the buildings change a little bit. As you leave Hollywood and you head into Beverly Hills, you're going to see the Beverly Hills signs that are very popular. Um, if The symbols, if you know, that little triangle. And on this corner of Sunset and Crescent, you'll see a big pink building, and that's the Beverly Hills Hotel. You can stop here for a peek, or you can keep going. Get in your left lane because you're going to be turning left on Rodeo Drive. Going down Rodeo Drive, you're going to go past a bunch of beautiful houses, um, and when you get to Santa Monica Street, you'll get to the shopping district, which is about three blocks long between Santa Monica and Wilshire. So small, but they're really expensive. And you can either just drive through or you can park and walk, and I've done both. I've driven driven through it and i've also parked and walked um and window shop we really didn't go inside we just looked on the corner of santa monica and rodeo drive on the right side is the boutique where julia roberts was snubbed which as many of us know was a big big mistake and the address for that store is 9501 santa monica boulevard another shop located on the left and marked by a lot of planners, is called Bijan, which sells men's suits. You actually need an appointment to shop in there and have at least $1,500 in your account to just go in the shop to shop. Um, and you can often see a black and yellow Aston Martin parked in front of the store. And this was noted as one of the most expensive shops in the world here. He was quite yep. proud of it. Um, Also, um, he passed away in 2011, um, Bijan, but he was the richest man in Southern California at the time. Uh, Rodeo Drive also has other famous stores, including Gucci, Tiffany, and others. At the end of the street, when you face Wilshire Boulevard, you see the beautiful Regent Beverly Wilshire, and that was the hotel where Richard Gere and Julia Roberts stayed in Pretty Women. So there's... Actually, all of these places that I've mentioned so far have had different film scenes. There, LA is always—you know—there's a because of the film industry. There's always something being filmed someplace. Yep, it's very true. Oh yeah. Um, and then once you're done with Rodeo Drive and you get to Wilshire Boulevard, turn left, and about three miles away is the Fairfax uh, Street and Museum Row. This is where you're going to find the Librea Tar Pits. Turn left on Curson Avenue to park at the Tar Pits. And I won't go into detail here because we did an entire segment. And if Tom is kind enough to us, he's going to link, <laughs>
0: the,
1: he'll link that podcast to this one so that you can uh, hear the, the, what we said about them. After a visit to the Tar Pits, you head back to Fairfax and you turn right, which means you'll be going north. And just past 3rd Street, you're going to come to the Los Angeles Farmer's Market and The Grove. But before I get to The Grove, let's go back to option three. And that was the drive down Sunset Boulevard to the ocean, skipping Rodeo Drive and the La Brea Tar Pits. This drive down Sunset's a bit long, but it's really nice. You're going to go through Beverly Hills, Bel Air, and then you'll hit Westwood where UCLA is located. And houses in this area belong to people with big, big money. And this is also the area where Holmby Hills is located, where Walt Disney um, had his final home, where he had his Carol Wood uh, train, little train that he had in his backyard. So you drive down Sunset Boulevard, past the 405 Freeway, and you continue till you get to a street called Chautauqua Boulevard. Turn left here to save some time, because um, Sunset Boulevard gets really windy, and you'll get to Pacific yeah. Coast Highway. At Pacific Coast Highway, turn left... And drive along the coast. You'll see the beautiful beaches there. And you'll see the Santa Monica Pier loom up. And you can park off to the right. There's a huge parking lot. Or you can park right on the pier. And you can go visit the pier. And there you'll see different um, shops. There's also a little carnival. The famous Ferris wheel that people um, has also been in different movies. You can dip your toes in the Pacific Ocean at this spot. And you'll also notice that at the pier, you'll see a sign that marks the end of Route 66. The pier also marks the end of the 10 Freeway or the Santa Monica Freeway, which goes from the Pacific Ocean all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. So there's a lot to see there if you wish to do that. Depending on the time of day, you may want to get a light snack, check out the shops, or um, you might just want to Get back in your car and take the 10 freeway back east, which is the only way you can go because otherwise you go in the ocean and get off on Fairfax. That takes us back to Fairfax again. We're going to go north and we're going to go to farmers market and the grove. And here you have two choices. You can park in the outdoor lot by farmers market or go onto the farmers, the street called farmers marketplace and park in the parking structure. Personally, even though the farmers market uh, restaurants will validate for only the farmers market portion. I like to park in the parking structure because it has the absolutely best parking structure bathroom I have ever seen.
2: <laughs> it does. The, it really does. It does. The bathroom is more the, like a. The five- company that designed the company that designed that also designed the Americana brand in Glendale and. And yes,
1: they are foo 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 foo. foo. Oh my, it, it's, it's a five star restroom. I, I've, it's, I've never, it's better than, yes. it's better than any other restroom that I've gone to. They've got real towels. They have a room for nursing. They have, it's, it's, you have to go there. It's, I, I drag people There's in there. The kids there. area. The yeah, whole, oh. I, I do. But it's, but if you're willing to forego that and use the very plebeian restrooms at farmers market, you want to park there. Now, the Grove and Farmer's Market are part of the same complex, um, though they're very different. Farmer's Market was established in 1934, and the Grove opened in 2002. So let me get started with the Grove. The Grove is an outdoor mall with restaurants and shops, and there's a huge fountain with a small park. And the fountain has dancing waters um, that perform to music every hour in the hour. has a grassy area where they sometimes have concerts and other shows. The stores here include a huge Apple store, Nordstrom's, Barnes & Noble, which I think is three stories tall. The American Doll Store yes. is located here, and that's the only American doll store in Los Angeles. You have Crate Barrel. It's
2: one of five Go- in the country.
1: Is it? Okay. And Yeah. It, it, it even, used to be one of only three, but they've added a few more. I I uh, took Ross in there. The, the store has sections for the different dolls and has a cafe where yep. you, you can take your your daughter with her little doll and the doll has a chair and you all have tea at the cafe.
2: And if you don't have a doll with you, they lend you a doll
1: to have tea with you.
0: And this is the part of the show where I give thanks for having a boy. <laughs>
1: just, well, you know, sometimes you just, you and your daughters might want to do something or maybe Wes wants to go there with the. American
2: oh, They also doll. have a full if you have your American Girl doll um, with you on your vacation then you also can have your doll's hair done. They have a full service hair salon and a full service doll hospital. They said so about an Apple
0: store or
2: Well one of the cool <laughs> things is say you've got an American Girl doll and you live wherever in the country yeah. you can ship your American Girl doll To the to the this particular location, you can have it fixed and repaired, and you can pick it up while you're there on vacation, and take it home with you. It's it's or vice versa. You
1: could drop it off and then have it mailed to your house. It's it's quite quite large. Um, they also have Crate and Barrel. They also have concierge shopping. Yes, they also have a Crate and Barrel there. Coach, Michael Kors, Forever Twenty One, Nike. Um, they have a big pottery barn there and a pottery barn for kids, as well as many other stores mm-hmm. in the area. And there's a bunch of cool kiosks also that sell rather unique items over there. Some of the restaurants yep. are Cheesecake Factory, Maggiano's Little Italy, Wood Ranch Barbecue, Whisper Lounge, La Piazza, as well as others. What I like about this the is... The Farm in
2: Beverly Hills is good.
1: Oh, they don't have the farm anymore. We
2: always go to the farm.
1: Nope, they don't have the farm anymore.
2: Nope.
1: The farm left. Yep. They have another... Sacrilege. Yeah. They have another cafe over there instead of the farm. Um What I really like about this area is you don't have traffic. There's no cars. You do have a streetcar that goes up and down, but that's it. So walking along these cobbled stone um, stone uh, road, going to the stores, it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, I also like that they have street entertainment there that don't ask for donations. So I enjoy visiting the Grove, especially at Christmas, because it's just so beautiful at this time. Um, Like Disneyland, they sometimes provide fake snow during the holiday evenings. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And over there, they have the Christmas trees, 100 feet tall, which is the tallest Christmas tree in Los Angeles. Nighttime, the whole area gets lit up, regardless of the time of year that you go. And there's also a free streetcar um, that will take you from one end to the other. And at the other end, that's where Los Angeles Farmer's Market stands. Now, Farmer's Market's very different, as I said, than the Grove. It retains many of the original buildings from 19, from the 1930s, including the iconic clock tower that does chime out the time. And during the holidays, it plays musical tunes also. They even have an original gas station that's been turned into a store over there as well as the other shops. There are over a hundred shops there serving mostly food, um, including American fare, which is what I like about it is that the food there is um, from the local farmers. You're not going to get mm-hmm. It's healthy, regular, homegrown food. Um, They also have a lot of ethnic booths there that feature food from many of our immigrant communities. The One of the most popular ones is the Brazilian um, skewers and meat that they sell. It's the Brazilian barbecue that's over there. Mm -hmm. In addition to the prepared food, they also have stalls that sell fresh produce, nuts, even fresh meat or fish, like live lobsters. So a lot of locals go there yeah. to shop for the groceries and they sell spices and other things as well as some souvenirs there. And they have this very cool gourmet shop. A lot of times what we'll do yep. is we'll go from booth to booth, just sampling the food. Um, and one time I have to say, one time my son and I ate at the grove last year, I believe it was. And then we went walking around farmers market and he stopped and he looked at me and he goes, you mean with all of this good food? we ate at a chain restaurant and he was right. I love going to farmer's market yeah. to try the different fresh food that they have there. So even though the Grove is beautiful and they have some really cool um, outdoor cafes to sit at, go to farmer's market and try the food that they have there. A lot of these places have either been on the food network or they've been written up just because the quality is so good. Um,
2: I think, and in fact, there's a really great book you can get on Amazon. Um, and it's the recipes of the L.A. Farmer's Market.
1: Oh, that would be really good. They, yes. I think uh, in one of my housekeeping, um, one of our shows, I had mentioned that they had a night where you went tasting food at Farmer's Market. And I actually did that with a couple of my friends. And we paid a flat fee and we went to over 50 different, well, we didn't go because we, we were full, but there are over 50 different booths were giving samples of their food. And yeah. it was absolutely, I'm going to do it again next year. It was just really nice. But I think farmer's market's a perfect way to end a day touring around Los Angeles. Try a couple of different places. I really like the little French place that you go to. You sit outside, drink some wine, and we used to get a bunch of different small plates and share them with each other. So I've given some different ideas on things to do in Los Angeles, and there is really... No way that you can do all of what I said in one day. You can either break it up in two different visits or prioritize and pick and choose the things that you want, most want to do, hop in your car and go. I think the most important thing to do though is to be flexible. If you decide um, that you want to spend more time someplace, go ahead and do that. And you can always visit another place at a different time. I've taken different dis friends to all of these places and depending on their interests have had to tailor our outings. And since they don't know what my plans are, really, it doesn't matter what I do because they're having fun. But one time, my friends loved the right. observatory and we, we spent like two hours there uh, walking around. So we get didn't get to do something else, but that was okay because number one, they were having fun. And like I said, there's always next time. So my advice yeah. is to get out a map, plan your day, keep an eye on the time, but don't rush things just so you can adjust what you're going to do later in the day and enjoy city, um, enjoy exploring the City of Angels. And that's it.
0: All right, thank you, ladies. That's going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplug. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland knows what's more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.